the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to my mommy and her friends on Trails and Testimonies. Come on, y'all. Let's go. Welcome to Trails and Testimonies. My name is Kim Fitz. You can follow me on Instagram or you can follow Trails and Testimonies on Facebook. Today's beautiful trail is just about an hour or so south of Atlanta, Georgia. And we hiked just south of this amazing waterfall at High Falls State Park. If you're ever in the area, highly suggest that you check that one out. And with us on our hike today sharing her testimony is Brittany Deal where I know I can certainly relate when we talk about letting go and letting God. As far as trying to control things, they are certainly out of our control. So let's hop on that trail at High Falls State Park. So we literally just had to move where we were initially recording. I hit record and didn't realize that we were sitting in the middle of a trail. A tree had come down. Two trees? Two huge trees were completely (laughs) blocking the trail. And we were just sitting on one of the huge trees because it was very comfortable. Thank you, God, for blocking our path and laying down a bench. But apparently it was in the middle of a trail. So now we have hiked further away. We are socially distanced from everyone and officially off of a trail. Brittany, thank you so much for coming on Trails and Testimonies. Thanks for having me. It is the last Sunday of summer and it doesn't feel like summer at all. This is perfect Georgia weather. We are up on a hill at High Falls State Park and we are going to jump into your testimony. And as many of them do, they start as when we were kids and that's really where our story begins. And I was talking to your husband who has also joined us on the trail who you'll get to hear his testimony as well. It's a beautiful one, but a lot of women that I know, and this really includes myself, <laughs> mainly as myself, is just one that has battled with control. Oh, 100%. I can definitely see myself in that. Um... <laughs> the family found us, which is totally okay. <laughs> we're not on a trail at all. <laughs> Ow. But we're all still socially distanced, still six feet away from uh, everyone. There's nothing that we control about this situation. Exactly. (laughs) Always. Everything is always out of your control. (laughs) And isn't it such a beautiful thing? Yes. And once we realize that we can let go of control, that none of this is in our control, it gives you such a beautiful sense of relief. Yeah. And you almost get freedom in not being in control because you can let down your guard and just be you and be present. (laughs) So start us out on yours and how you had control and you have gently let go of that. Yeah. So when I was younger, my family moved around to a bunch of different churches. So we've gone to Baptist, non-denominational, Pentecostal, you name it, we've been to the church. But I got saved at a Pentecostal church. I walked down the aisle and got saved when I was seven. I 
think it may have been more like fear driven though because I was like oh I need to check all the boxes I need to do this right I need to go down the aisle I need to get saved um so flash forward a few years and I started you know just living life becoming a teenager starting to date and I really had to start thinking about how I was viewing God because I think I was viewing it more as like boxes to check off like all the sins that I shouldn't do I shouldn't cuss smoke drink etc. But then I started thinking like, well, what are the things that God's calling me to do? Is he calling me to share the gospel with others? Is he calling me to quit being envious to, you know, just step outside of my comfort zones and not be fearful? So I started noticing that I was idolizing things like relationships. What was that going to look like? Where was I going to go in life? And I really wanted to know all of the answers even at like 18. Like as soon as I had my car keys, I was like, now where am I driving? Like, where am I going? What am I supposed to be doing with my life? And letting go of the control and letting God lead the path has really been freeing for me, especially this year. We feel a lot of that beforehand, but now social media has taken it to a different level where you might see that in your face a bit more than you used to. Oh yeah, you're just seeing the highlight reels Unless I'm intentionally being vulnerable, you're not seeing that I just lost my job or I got broken up with or that I went through some of the same things. Vulnerability is very difficult. Oh, yeah. It is very difficult to overcome. And you were talking about, yes, I lost my job. You did not too long ago. Yeah, just a few weeks ago, actually. So, And that's really where faith comes in because I don't know where God has me going, but He has me on a path of being an entrepreneur right now and helping people with their health. But definitely the whole being vulnerable, it's huge when it comes to following the Lord because you don't know where he's going to take you. And then when you get to the fork in the road, left or right, which way do I go? And you have to make the decision based on what God has told you up until this point. So when you were 18, you got in the car, you had your car keys. Did you go left? Did you go right? Where did your path take you? My path, just because of like maybe things that I had gone through in my personal life, like growing up, I idolized the idea of being married. So the second I was 18, I started wanting to date older guys. So I met a guy who was nine years older than me. And yeah, it took me down not the best path in the world. He um, definitely was not a good fit for me, but I was so like blinded by the idea of, well, he's older than me. I bet you he'll marry me. And long story short, it took me down a path of him going to jail. And and I lost complete control that year. And we ended up breaking up. And then I kind of went the opposite direction. And I was like, okay, so that plan didn't work. So now what, God? And I'll date a gospel singer. So I went the opposite direction. And that was not God's plan for me either. So I really had to hit rock bottom when it came to relationships. And that was the main thing I think I idolized in my life. And I think it's important when you're thinking about dating is just waiting for God to show you because you can't really speed it up. You really can just focus on where you are right there, being present and serving the Lord to trust in him and to trust in his timing because I met my husband online. I never thought that I would have ever even gotten online to date. Um, So it was just a very interesting thing to see happen in my life because of the fact that I was the elder brother in the story. You know, he was the younger brother. I was the elder brother. I was the one who was kind of more judgmental, 
probably a little harsh and I couldn't see the own, my own plank in my eye. I'm sure you've read the story of Jonah, but I've always read it from the viewpoint of a child perspective where I saw, okay, he got swallowed by a fish. Cool. He was running from God. But I never realized that like he actually didn't want the best for the people in Nineveh. He didn't want God to show compassion on them. He didn't want God to be merciful to them. And I can see that in myself sometimes. And that's just a terrible place to be because I was not even seeing my own sin, that I was actually being really cruel in my judgment towards them. And so what happened next in your story? So I met my husband, and really we got really plugged into a church. So just learned so much about myself, learned so much about the gospel, how the gospel is a free gift. It's not something that you earn. And I think sometimes in my head, yeah, I know that it's not something I earn, but I never acted like that. In the very first episode of Trails and Testimonies, Taylor Scott, that's on the Fish Morning Show, we talked about that. We talked about earning it and works. And it is. It's a free gift when sometimes the devil sneaks into our head and he'll say, oh, no, 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 you have to prove it. He died on the cross and those drops of blood were for us. And that was a beautiful gift from him. Oh, yeah. I can see that in myself so much because it's always been about what boxes do you need to check off? How hard can you work for this? Instead of like really just taking a look at where my heart was. That comes back to the compassion and really caring about people. So I do have to share this. So my friend and I worked for a company. It was a digital company, and she got let go. So I had referred her to the job, and it was honestly horrible. It divided our friendship. But I felt God just saying, call her. She's mad at you, but she needs to know about me, even if it's the last thing you say to her. So I called her. and I So was, you went to Nineveh. Yeah, it was not fun. <laughs> it was scary. So I called her, and she was like, a million other things have been going on in my life that have led me to this point. And she was like, I was really upset with you. And of course, there were all valid reasons because we were both hurt by the situation. But God spoke to her through me and she ended up moving to Ireland and she worked there for a little bit and she met God. And honestly, it was just the most beautiful picture of what God can do through you. And it's a challenge sometimes that it really is hard to accept. And one of the songs that we do play is Yes, I Will. No is so much easier. And when you do the hard thing, it'll blow you away. It's going to bless you more if you do it because I'm going to work through someone else if you don't. You're making him famous. And I think there, in Ephesians it talks about how it's not through works um, because no man should be able to boast. So it's about glorifying him and I think I had that so twisted sometimes because it was like I wanted to almost edify myself like look what I did when it's not about me it's It's not about about us at all and again that goes back to vulnerability are we vulnerable enough to do this thing where we might look silly and we might fail but God's got us and this is God's path and this is what he has challenged us and wants us to do And even like, let's even take today, for example, the tree will fall on the path and you're like, wow, you want me to go up that hill? Do I climb over the tree and not listen to you or? And it's like you see on the other side, you're going to drown. So you probably need to go up the hill, but you don't want to. So I have completely flipped the way I see the gospel and the way I see salvation and the way I see his love towards us because He's compassionate. He's merciful. He loves us. He wants the best for us. But a lot of times in my own sin, I'm just like, 
but God, no, that person doesn't really deserve it. But I'm like, oh, but I don't either. But neither do I. Yeah. And it took me a while to realize that, I mean, this sounds bad, but it took me a while to realize that I didn't deserve it either. Right. Because I thought that I checked the boxes and that I was justified in receiving his love. But no, it's a free gift to all of us. And another blessing that you got from going outside of all of that and outside of your control is finding your husband. So tell us about that marriage. And it's a new (laughs) marriage, isn't it? Yes, we got married officially in July. You know, we had a COVID wedding. Yay. Um, Another thing (laughs) is that I idolize my wedding. And guess what? God has his own sense of humor because here we are in a pandemic. He shook it up. He shook it up. So he's like, oh, more idols to tear down. Yes. (laughs) So he tore it down. So we were supposed to get married in May. And then we're like, well, we'll bump it to July. Worst idea. (laughs) And about 48 hours prior, the photographer called and said, oh, you won't believe this. The videographer is having COVID symptoms. And I was like, oh, she can't come. So he ended up doing our video and our photography. So then about five seconds later, the hair lady called and she's like, I'm having COVID symptoms. And I was like, oh my gosh. So we got like diligently on the phone. Me and my mom were posting. We found someone amazing. We found the best out of the box 30A. They were great. But so many trees falling in the path. So many trees. The coordinator (laughs) had a family emergency and we had to switch coordinators 48 hours prior. All of this happened within five minutes on our way to get our marriage license. But you had the ultimate coordinator. Yes. In charge. We did. And he was doing a good job, but it was freaking me out because I was like, this is not how I planned it. Um, So I had not cried up until this point and I was really proud of myself (laughs) because... I'm an all the tears kind of girl. So we got married on the beach and we were obviously social distancing. My husband's test was negative and then we got home and everybody that attended the wedding got a test and they all came back negative. Well, I am very glad that both of you are healthy. Yes. And that you are able to be on the trail with me. So from then, God has shaken it up. You said he changed your job. Yeah, and letting go of just fear, too. And then also letting go of the control. So then losing the job, I went and I became a personal trainer and I got certified to coach. And this is the new path that God has for me. So it's just keeping my chin up and smiling through it. And, you know, I may not understand. I may not know where I'm going, but I know that God knows where I'm going. And that's just part of having faith to step in to that next journey and that next chapter. Because, yeah, I don't know who God's going to bring in my life. I mean, he brought you into my life. And your husband. Yes. And so can we talk about how you met your husband online and it was something that was quite unexpected? Yeah, so I was living in Birmingham with my grandmother and I was like really upset because I had just gone through a really bad breakup. My mom was like, you can't just sit in here and be sad. So she like bought the subscription and I was your like, your mom put your profile together at the cheesecake factory over <laughs> cheesecake over the morning of a breakup. I love your mom. So <laughs> shout out to my mom who brought us together. Really? We met on eHarmony. He was in Macon, Georgia. I was in Alabama. I have no idea how it filtered us in. I had it filtered where I wasn't supposed to meet him because it was too far. He came in, into my queue, and I remember telling my sister, he's cute. I'm going to save him for later because I'm still going through this breakup, and that's just not good. And then, like, immediately, Which I was is like, right. you know. Because you, you feel like, yes, I want to heal. You yeah, know. you, like, want to heal, 
And my mom, of course, is hilarious. And she was like, what's one day? It's not a big deal. And God's timing is God's timing. We, again, have no control over any of that. Yeah, and we obviously took it slow when we were dating. And I was up front and honest with him about everything. But it was just really interesting how everything just kind of played out. And I keep trying to get featured on an eHarmony commercial. So eHarmony, if you're listening, we want to be on a commercial. (laughs) (laughs) And so that was the website that you went on that your mom created the profile yes inside of the cheesecake factory inside of the cheesecake factory and i was like refusing to eat the cheesecake and she was like okay this is ridiculous oh and cheesecake is healing food it's so good but it was really cool because you know morgan came into my life and we have similar values and i will let him share his story it was very interesting because we come from such different backgrounds to give you an example i've never tasted beer polar opposite so it's really interesting so your stories are very 180 from each other and the way that god put you together yeah and he like orchestrated it where it was like morgan was up front honest and he was we were both kind of like well i remember thinking when i tell him my story he's not gonna call me back but that's not true he did he kept talking to me every morning i never got ghosted so thankfully and then you're a covid couple and you're a covid bride yes and here you are now and here we are So when you were living in Birmingham and he was living in Macon and you chose, I guess, the radius of how far out it did randomly pick him in Macon and it it really shouldn't have. Yeah, no, it shouldn't have. And another thing that is beyond crazy is that both when we were filling out our profiles, we said what we wanted. Like we were like, okay, I know it's going to take my seat down to a pond, but I really don't want alcohol. I don't want alcohol in my home. You know, I was like thinking, okay, well, I'm going to meet some guy who doesn't like alcohol like me. So cool. Check, check, check. And well, it brought me a recovering alcoholic. And your soulmate. Yes, definitely my soulmate. What is your initial gut instinct of, whoa, I don't know. What should I do? Oh, this might not be good. I always talk to my parents about everything. So I was like, I need to go home and I need to ask my mom and my dad. And then, of course, you know, Morgan was like, did you talk to your parents about this? And I was like, yeah. He automatically knew. He knew that I would be honest with them. My mom and my dad were like, if he truly has given it to God, he's redeemed and it's okay. And people will have a past and you, you can't be so harsh. So that was kind of a turning point. And then my grandmother, she was like... God may be like blessing him with you and you guys may be perfect for each other. You can't look at it like that. You've got to look at it how God would look at it. And he redeems people. He redeemed you and that was beautiful. And now look where you are. And so your parents and your now husband have a beautiful relationship. Yeah, he fits in really well with our family. Now he is family. So it's a good thing he fits in. So congratulations. Thank you. (laughs) So what does the path have for you both in the future? So we are very much into health, the health and wellness space. And I just see us really like bonding together. And I'm not sure what God has for us, but I know it's something big because I can see the ripple effect. I mean, I've helped multiple friends lose 100 pounds. We've helped families. We've seen them help friends. So I trust that God has the plan and he will reveal it to me over time. Well, I think it's beautiful, and I think that it is kind of ironic, though, that I did ask, well, what's your path? What, you know, and when we were literally just talking about, (laughs) we don't know. So we can always say, well, this is what I have in mind, but God. 
Yeah, it's always about pivoting. Yes. Um, <laughs> my last company, they used to always tell me, you got to pivot, you got to pivot. And I'm like, oh, I don't enjoy pivoting, <laughs> but you learn to enjoy it. <laughs> and we always end on an encouraging quote. It's happy trails to you. So what is your favorite encouraging quote? Something that's always helped me is not my timing, but God's timing. So here we are in God's timing in beautiful nature at High Falls. And thank you so much. Remember to subscribe. Right. I guess that's it, guys. Bye, then.